Seeing as how you being all charitable with your recollections. What else you got in the way of open murders? Going to Barksdale? Going anywhere. How far back you want me to go? As far as you need. Murder stay murder. <laughs> All right, I think we're ready. You ready? I'm ready to go, man. Okay, welcome to the Vino and Convo podcast with Fletch and Couch. Mm -hmm. I'm Howard Fletcher, and I'm here in the pit with my man Aaron Couch. How you doing, Aaron? Hey, man, I'm chilling, man. I'm up here just having a good time, and you brought something real nice, a nice burgundy for me today. I'm going to have it with one of my favorite cigars, one of my Arturo Fuentes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is a good one, bro. This All is right, a good one. we we'll get to that in a second. <clears throat> okay. We are going to discuss episode seven of The Wire. This one is called "One Arrest," and as you know, at the beginning of every episode, they have a quote from a particular character in the show. This one is from my man Bunk. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the quote is, "A man must have a code," mm. which. Pretty much could be the quote for almost every episode, I think. <laughs> but it's it's uh, particularly appropriate for this one. Yeah, definitely. Today's definitely. wine, which uh, Aaron was just talking about, is from our friends at Black Ankle Vineyards again in Mount Airy, Maryland. Ed Boyce and Sarah O'Haran are the winemakers there, owners and winemakers. Mm-hmm. And this is a blend called <laughs> Feldspar 4. Uh, they put one of uh, these out every year, uh, almost every year, they try to. Mm. Uh, it's a blend, I will get into the specifics of the blend. It's a red wine, red Bordeaux blend. So it's a blend of Bordeaux grapes. I'll get into all the specifics later on in the episode, but I would be, I concur with Aaron. This is one of my favorite wines, mm. it's delicious. Oh man, this is, woo. And goes well with my Maduro cigar. So, <laughs> yes, indeed. And look, we're talking about probably to date, probably my favorite episode of The Wire right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is probably my favorite episode so far. And as we go through it, you'll see why I'm kind of like really into this one because you start to really get into, I'm, I'm into tactics. I'm also into people. What, 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 what do women, what do people call them uh, that are into intelligence and sapiosexuals? Oh, yeah. Well, well I, I'm just into people who are able to figure things out. I'm like, that's dope. And and I, I like to learn from that. And you, you figure out a way that they actually break things down and they pay attention to what's going on. And yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to set them up. I'm going to let you knock them out the park. Boom. <laughs> we, we start off in the detail downstairs mm-hmm. and the Barksdale detail, they're uh, listening to some of the recordings because now they have a wire set up. Right. They were able to get that wire because Daniels kind of stood up for himself at the end of last episode. And they discuss what they're hearing coming over cause you know, the brother's speaking code right? when right. they're doing it. So Herc says what he thinks it means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Presbolewski uh, does a phenomenal job of deciphering what's being said. Yeah, yeah. He he brought us something that was cool, in, and because Herc is like, how are you picking up all of that? And Presbolewski brings up a particular line from uh, the song Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. No problem. No problem? Yeah, you're always talking about some guy named Loman who's down with strep. Like he's sick. And the last part? And the last part is something about how he's going to start up a fashion lady or some shit. Fashion lady? Hey, he flew it in the Perkins homes in Latrobe Tower dialects. But I haven't quite mastered the Franklin Terrace. He's saying they're sold out in the low rises. So tomorrow they're going to start fresh with a new package. That's what you hear? Listen again. Low man strap, Joe. Low man, meaning a low rise pit. You're all the way down. It's down to scraps on the last package. We're going to start fresh on the latest tomorrow, down from up north. Tomorrow, he's going to start fresh on the latest package. Damn, how y'all hear it so good? 
Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields, sold in a market down in New Orleans. The fuck is that? Rolling Stones. First two lines to brown sugar. I bet you've heard that song 500 times, but you never knew, right? I used to put my head to the stereo speaker and play that record over and over. That explains a lot, actually. <laughs> well, what they were able to identify is when they were going to, the re-up was coming. Yes. And that's very important in this episode. Yes. We uh, go back to the police station where Rawls is talking to Santangelo. Now, Santangelo is the, is the detective that he wanted to get some dirt on McNulty for him so he could do McNulty in. Mm-hmm. Santangelo goes to Ro- Rawls and says, look, I, this isn't the right thing to do. I can't be, you know, going after this guy. Rawls gives him an ultimatum. He says, either you clear one of these unsolved cases of yours <laughs> because you have a pile of them yeah. by the end of the day or you get me something on McNulty. And there is no other choice. Yeah. So that's what Santangelo has to do. That's, what, that's, that's the pickle he finds himself in. Mm-hmm. Then we go up to the judge's office where McNulty and Rhonda Perlman are meeting with Judge Phelan mm-hmm. about what they uh, need to do in order to get this case to move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judge tries to clown McNulty. And he clowns them hard, man. <laughs> Look here, Jimmy. You misspelled culpable. And you're confusing then and than. T-H-E-N is an adverb used to divide and measure time. So, uh, Detective McNulty makes a mess, and then he has to clean it up. Thanks, Teach. I mean, it's great that you're going through every word. Not to be confused with T-H-A-N was most commonly used after a comparative adjective or adverb, as in, Rhonda is smarter than Jimmy. As a man, yeah. one of the, if you want to show me how weak you are, come with some weak Mac game. Yeah, yeah. Come with some weak rap and also some weak rap at the expense of another man. Yeah, yeah, and, and so I think that, you think Rhonda was looking at like, damn, you trying to show him up to impress me? Yeah. You think that's what, because yeah. he did say something as soon as she left. Yeah, 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 and I and they, they wanted to show that character flaw in the judge, and I thought that was a good way of. Yeah, of he can't doing get it. no women. Yeah, yeah he, he can't get any women. He got no rap. Yeah, he got no yeah. rap, and yeah. it also showed it, he's already done it a couple of times. That the point I was, I think I was trying to make earlier in another episode was that he has no respect for Jim, Jimmy. He respects McNulty's detective skills, mm-hmm. but other than that, he will do whatever he wants to to McNulty. He doesn't care about him. And the, one of the worst things you can do to a man is try to clown him in front of a woman. Yeah, it yeah. is. I mean, you know, that, I know that's going to sound sound very testosterone driven. <laughs> and, and However, it is what it is. It, but it is what it is. It, it, it is what it is, and and that's what happens here. Now that I kind of look at, I didn't. I looked at it that like what was he doing I, I didn't really put two and two together that especially that I should have realized that the look on her face right. I was like what is this shit about. You know, that that basically he was just trying to show that he's a better man than Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, you know. It was, it, it, yeah, that was, that was foul. Even, that was even with the, even with the most fetish of sapio, sapio, uh, sapiosexuals, mm-hmm. getting, getting uh, brownie points on grammar isn't going to get that it. That ain't going to get it. Ain't that gonna ain't going to get it. That ain't going to get it. You Look. know, you got to go a little deeper than grammar. All right? That's all. We all, we all mess up every now and then <laughs> on something. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, Phelan, uh, and Jimmy lets him know. He lets him know that he's not pleased with what the way he's being treated mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And Phelan mentions that he's surprised that Daniel stood up for the wiretaps as McNulty was surprised. Everyone was surprised, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says that he worries that uh, he's, that uh, Jimmy doesn't trust him anymore. Yeah, he said, why don't you come to me? Yeah. I'm like, I would have been like, motherfucker, you see what you just did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And McNulty, you know, in so many words, mentions that he doesn't feel really like he can trust anybody mm-hmm. but himself. So uh, that was a good scene. Yeah. Uh, Herc, Carver, Sidnor, and Kima... They uh, go ahead and go for this arrest with the uh, re-up because they know what time the re-up's coming. And Lester Freeman 
tells them that we're going they're they're going to find, go after the the package. Yeah, the package. We're gonna go after. He said, "Well, who goes after the car?" Nobody goes after the car. Right. Why don't he said we just go after the package? He said he like Hurricane's like not understanding this at all right, right now. Right. At, at, I mean, not one bit. Right. Yeah. They don't want to get Stinkum, who's driving the car, because in order to do that, they're going to have to admit that they're going to have to let people know about the wiretap. I mean, that the question would be, why are you? Why did you stop the car in the first place? Why did right. you go after the car? And they would have to give up the wiretap. And Lester is telling them, we don't want to give up the wiretap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Look, we're building the case here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're building the case. We're going after the 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 package. And then, when, how did he say that he connect, how they're going to connect them all? He's, Freeman breaks down why they arrest the runner. And, and then Herc was like, Oh, it was like they were starting to get it. I forgot yeah. how he broke that well, down. Well, Freeman basically was telling them, look, we can, we're going to get the runner because the runner is going to have... The runner is the other guy who's going to jump out of the car and yeah. run away with the drugs. Right, right. For those of you who haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. Um, Freeman lets them know that, look, we can make a drug arrest because if you're running around with a duffel bag full of drugs, we don't need probable cause. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can just arrest you for that. Right, right, right. But we, if, if we uh, arrest... Stinkum, the the question is going to be, why did you stop that car? Why were you following the car in the first place? Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to say, we learned from this wire. Right. But they have the evidence from the wire, and that's documented. So they can arrest Stinkum anytime. Anytime they want. Yeah. Anytime they yeah, want. So there's no need to go after him. No right need now. to go after him because yeah. we have his voice on the wire saying he was going to re- get, make, get this re-up done. Right. So he's like, there's no need to arrest him. We have the evidence. And that was how he was explaining, trying to explain it to Herc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Stinkum drives away because they let him go. And he pages Stinger, Stinger, Stringer, outside the towers and to, to let him know that the police got the re up. Yeah. Freeman. Visual on Stinkum. Yo, we lost four to five on. What? We lost four. Yeah, why the fuck are you telling me this? So that's what happened. They they chase the they chase the young young boy down who has the uh who has an eye patch on by the way which is going to come into play later on. Yeah, yeah, and, we realized that as soon as I saw the eye patch, I was like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. they, and so they 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 get and it's a considerable amount. I think it's what they say it was like, it was 40, like forty thousand, forty grand worth yeah, 40 of forty uh, grand. Yeah, he said already packaged and ready to go. Yeah, worth of drugs. So it's pretty good haul. Pretty good haul. So back at the station, Santangelo, he's like just frustrated because he's got all these he doesn't want he really has nothing on mcnulty to tell you the truth yeah he doesn't have anything on him he's like this is wasted time but he's also a slack ass detective he is he is he's slack and as a result he has all these open cases so he's like oh what am i gonna do about these open cases i have nothing on mcnulty and landsman sees him sweating it out and he laughs at him Mm. and he says give me the card he goes get the card madame larue madame larue but also, you know, it's funny, though, but he's talking to Landsman about this shit, and he told him, he said, look, it's not my job to fuck another cop. Now, I, I thought that was, it was like, like you know, that's his code. He's like, I ain't right. trying to do this shit. Right. Yeah. Tentangelo's, you know, fuck, he is. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but he's, a, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So Landsman, being the kind of the dick he is, too, he's like, okay, well, since he's already fucked, let's clown with him a bit. Yeah, and, they give me the card, and, and they give him a card to the psychic give called the- Madame LaRue, <laughs> and he tells him with a straight face that, dude, go talk to Madame LaRue. She'll be able to hook you up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell you this if it weren't true. I was like, oh, gosh, you know, yeah. So, he, so that, we'll leave that there for now. Yeah, yeah. McNulty and Bump, they're working the Gantt case. They're trying, because, you know, Omar said that, uh, Bird shot him, and so they go to where Gant was was shot, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out if they can find a witness, an eyeball witness. Because while they, Omar says who'd be the eyeball witness, they would still like to get another one. Mm-hmm. They canvass the buildings, and they find an older woman who's coming in from her shopping. Yeah, she's trying to get a uh, shopping cart up on the uh, on the uh, sidewalk, and yeah. they go to help her out. <laughs> she yeah. says. Um, a white, he's a white man in a tie, black man in a tie, just randomly hanging out, helping old women in projects. 
You're cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're cops. Yeah. And uh, they they take her side and they ask her about it and she corroborates Omar's story. Mm. She said she did see the guy get shot. She didn't see who did it necessarily his face, mm-hmm. but she does say yes, he was somebody came up behind him and shot him. Yep, yep. Meanwhile, Johnny, you know, Johnny got arrested. Boy has no luck. <sighs> you know. So, uh, Bubbles Bubbles is a good guy. Bubbles, yeah, Bub- Bubbles uses his uh he uses his weight and his connections yeah. to get him out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Bubbles, you know, he's 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 a good he's a he's a good good man. He's got a good heart. Yeah. And so he gets Kima to get him out of uh, his charge uh, by going to rehab. He's going to a treatment program. Kima talks to the prosecutor and says, look, I need this guy over here. Can you- Prosecutor got a lot of respect for Kima because he didn't really fight her on. He said, which one? Right. You know, are you right. sure? Right. You really? Right. Okay. All right. right. And the, yeah. prosec- you know, the prosecutor knows that these guys, they're just in there for possession cases that could be made any day. Yeah. I mean, they can, they, they can probably get Johnny later they, they that replace, day. They, yeah, they can replace, and are replacements <laughs> to other people later right. that day, yeah, right. you're right. So he knows if Kima asks for him that they may have a good reason, she must have a good reason for it, so yeah. she has to go to a, a treatment program and Johnny's like, cool. Yeah. You know? In interrogation, while they're interrogating the guy who they stopped with the with the drugs, with the four-pack, what they call a four-pack, the $40,000 worth of drugs. Yeah. It's a young boy with an eye patch. Presbolewski recognizes him. And he walks right over to Daniels. Right, as the guy mm-hmm. who he pistol-whipped. Yep. That's why he has an eye patch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because Presbolewski, when they went to the towers late that night, blinded him in one eye. Yep. So he tells Daniels, and Daniels comes out there to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it may not seem like it worked at first. What did he, what did he ask? Was he hungry? You know, you know, ham and cheese sandwich, something like that. He said he wanted a Reese's yeah. and an iced tea. I said, yeah, that's Baltimore. They had an iced tea in a can. <laughs> I said, all right, all right. That, that was a trip. But yeah. but I I digress. Continue. Yeah. My, my, no, yeah. they, and they, by the way, that young, young kid who has the eye patch, his name is Kevin Johnson. <laughs> wow. The only, the only other, and all you NBA fans know. So, you got, so now we got Michael Jordan in, in this show, and now we got Kevin Johnson. <laughs> got Kevin, Johnson. <laughs> Kevin Johnson. Okay, uh, let me know when Robert Parrish shows yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. um, And so Daniels, you know, tries to appeal to him. Right. He's like, he feels guilty, of course, about the kid, you know, he like he lost his eye with somebody on his team. Right. Even though he had nothing to do with the order to take him, take him down there, but mm-hmm. he feels bad about it, so he tells the kid, look. Might be tomorrow, might not be for a while, but when you think you're ready for something different, you give me a call. I'll remember. Motherfucker thinking he can pimp me over a candy bar. He mocks his offer. He's like, yeah. get out of here. Yeah, so, get, yeah, bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> so... Meanwhile, Santangelo goes down to see Madame LaRue, <sighs> who is obviously a phony. I mean, she's obviously a fake, but she tells him what to do in order to change his luck. <laughs> and it's the dumbest shit. You know. <laughs> it take, was a little statue. You take a statue of a saint, which is, which is a, it's a little statue of the of 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 the archangel Michael. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But she says this is Saint So and Something or other. Yeah, he's like, and he's like, are you sure this is a sure? saint? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she said, yeah, go bury that on top of the grave or the of the person's murder you're trying to solve, and let us in there at least an hour. Yeah. Don't no shortcuts. Yeah, he does exactly what she says. Right. He, I'm like this this fool. He's desperate, man. He's desperate. Yeah, he is. You know what he? Because first of all, he doesn't want to snitch. Right. He, he's like this. I'm not not here to to fuck another cop, yeah. which which I which is deep, but also kind of sh- once again today's uh, political climate yeah. is definitely a reflection of why a lot of that shit happens. Right. But right, we but, I digress. Yeah. No. And in watching this, I kind of wonder. There seemed to be, especially on the rewatch, that. And what I know about the, uh, you know, David Simon and Ed Burns is that most of the stuff in here is pur- purposeful. I mean, that they don't put a uh, storyline in here 
just because they're trying to fill up time or something like that. So I'm wondering if this was a trick that had been played on one of their on a cop sometime that they knew about or something like that. Because that's a good point. It, that's a good point. Because I was like, I was yeah. like, why is this? Where's the story in there? But because there, it's very there aren't a whole lot of like sort of comedic <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. diversions in this show. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. But 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 the but but watching Mike that that was funny. I mean, he pulled up. Parked his car, digged right. digged up on top of the green, put it in there, yeah. and was like, "I'm gonna be here for." He had the radio playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and for those of you from the DC area, it was on WTOP. Thank you. I was gonna <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was cool. I thought that was dope. I said, "All right, yeah. all right, all right." That was yeah. cool. Yeah. That meanwhile, and this is the scene that I like. Daniels he attends a fundraiser. With his wife, Marla. That's a big, this is at a big mansion, you know, you know, black, not quite black tie, but almost black tie. Yeah. You know, people have drivers there. It's that type of thing. You got people from. Man, the, first of all, let's slow down on this okay. scene. This is one of the great scenes. First of all, we get introduced to one of, one of, the, one of the people that I've been waiting to see because of the movie. Um, what was the movie uh, with, about the insurance and all that? Uh, and this guy was in that movie. We get to meet the state senator. Oh, Clay Davis. Clay Davidson. <laughs> yes, Davis indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I'm like, okay, that's my man from Cedar. Was uh, Cedar Rapids? That right. movie, Cedar Rapids. Right. Right. And, and and I'm like, okay, we're getting introduced new characters. Now the funny scene in this movie was when he walks into when Daniels walks into the kitchen. And my man, Ashy Larry from the Dave Chappelle show is sitting down up in the uh, kitchen as well. Yeah. And he said, you're a driver too? Daniel's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the homeboy starts going over how he's casing the joint. Who are you driving for? Marla Daniels. Mm, mm, mm. I love to crack this hair crib. Mm. Yeah. Good day's work. Good day's work. What about the loan system? Shit, I wire that weak ass thing back on itself, pull the truck up, bust through those French doors. That'll work. Yes, indeed. Said most of this good shit around the way, but some of it, like that art and all, I might have to run it up New York. Name's Damien Price, but I mostly go by Day Day. You said you're Davis. But I mostly go by Lieutenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day Day is like fuck. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was wild. That was wild. But yeah, this this dinner and um, Faison's character introduced. He says, "So who you here for?" Yeah, five hundred dollars a plate. Right. Yeah, it's it's a fundraiser, and you know, you it's another window into Burrell and seeing just how much of a political animal he is. I mean, he, you know, is not. Uh, in his position in the police department necessarily to fight crime. <laughs> you know, no, he's you know. in there about to position himself right. so others can benefit from it. Right. And also make sure he can benefit from it because he knows who everybody is up in there. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. he points out uh uh he points out Clay to uh Daniels in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it's the first time we see Clay Davis, he's gonna be a big character, especially in uh season Three, when we focus on Capitol on the, the Capitol Hill, mm. Bubbles and Johnny, because Johnny's got to go to treatment now. Bubs, Bubs is there for his man. He's there yeah. for his and it, look. He's a friend. Yeah, he like he, he goes into the first meeting and all that, and when he, yeah. and Johnny drops his paper down, he said, "You gonna sign that?" He said, "No, not until after the meeting." Yeah, they mm-hmm. are they are at a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, an mm-hmm. NA meeting. Yep. And uh, they're sitting out there listening to the speakers, and they're impressed by one particular sp- speaker named Waylon. Waylon's Waylon's speech was profound. Yeah. It's good to be here. It's good to be anywhere, clean, yeah. even Balmer. I've been cleaned a few 24 hours now, and I'm still dead certain that my disease wants me dead. Yeah, Yeah, I'm in here with y'all talking shit about how strong I am, how strong I feel, but my disease is out there in that parking lot doing push-ups on steroids waiting for the chance to kick my ass up and down the street again. Scars on my hands, on my feet, 
two bouts of endocarditis, mm. hep C and whatnot, knocking down walls and kicking out windows in the liver. Mm. I lost a good wife, bad girlfriend, <laughs> and the respect to anyone that ever tried to loan me money or do me a favor. Palm my pickup, my bike, my national steel guitar, and a stamp collection that my granddad left me. And when it was almost over for me, and I was out there on them corners, not a pot to piss in, and anyone that ever knew me or loved me cussing my name, you know what I told myself? I said, Waylon, you're doing good. Waylon <laughs> is did. Steve Earle, played by Steve Earle who's a singer-songwriter in mm. real life and a recovering addict in real life. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he gives, he gives, a, he gives such a, a rousing speech <laughs> mm-hmm. that Bubs gets up and says he's declaring he wants to change his life and be yeah, been he, sober for a day. 24 hours and then Frank, but, but, but hold on, before we even get to Bubs being that Waylon's one of the lines that he had in his speech that, that, that just really stood out for me. He said, if you are here... So am I. Uh-huh. That that the it, it was like I'm fighting through this power. If you cast are, are are down trying to fight too, man. Hey, I'm here too. Let's let's help each other. I just thought that was just yeah yeah that 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 sent chills up my spine. Yeah, man. no, it was yeah. good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. And then Bubs, like you said, he stands up. He's more. Waylon's motivated him. Waylon's is like the 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 smack. The smack addicted Tony Robbins, you right. know, it's just is it, 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 it gets everybody motivated. It got Bubs motivated, yeah. and then Johnny yeah. said, "Do we hit it up this morning?" Right, right. Yeah. But but you know, he gets up, he gets that keychain. He said, "Hey, I'm I'm down with trying to make this happen." Yeah, yeah. You can always see Bubs in his at his core. He wants to be doing better. Yeah, he, 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 he he's fighting that he, demon, man. He wants to be doing better. And that's why, you know, when you saw uh, Johnny getting out of the hospital, you know, Bubs, it was a little temporary gig, but Bubs is selling fruit. Yeah. I mean, he's just not out there just, you know, ripping and running, to use his expression, mm-hmm. all the time, you know, to just f- chase that uh, needle. He's trying to get better. Yeah. Even though he still... He falls back into it. Yeah. Because, he, I mean, that's like his ultimate stress release. Yeah. 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 Uh, back in the office at Orlando's, because, you know, that's 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 pretty much the business office for the Barksdale crew. <laughs> okay. The only reason why I even call Bell is because these niggas... You're not supposed to talk shit on the phone, and you know that. Nobody. Cause you showing that man, you done had to stick up, then to jump out, not even running up on snake. My crew, we tight. All right? Now, ain't nobody holding no extra money. I already checked all that, so maybe your ass just ran a stop or had a tail light out of some shit like Nigga, that. Nigga, you think I run a stop with 40,000? Fuck no. Nigga, I don't know. Well, something is up. So go down there today and tell them hoppers you got working for you down there that the shit is about to change. Stringer gonna come down there, he gonna run through the changes. Until the shit is straight, the pit is dead. You know, D'Angelo pushes back a little bit. So Avon says, look, things are gonna change up down there. Get ready for Stringer to come down there later No, nah, no, nah, but just go back though. But Avon, this, this is when I talk about how Avon is just smart. Because mm-hmm. he's like, he's pointing out, okay, they arrest the runner, but they don't go after the driver. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's after he tells uh Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's he's like he's 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 ahead of everybody else in the room on this. Avon is realizing that the arrest is bigger than the usual shit that happens. Right. Because he's like Stinkum was right there, but ain't even fuck with him. They just went after that. Right. Yeah, so he's like, okay, they're like, they're really starting to grind their heads into this right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, right. and, and the, the, what I liked about it is how they panned the camera on Avon when they were doing that. Mm-hmm. How they, how they, how they, how they show him thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, he points out something the rest of them not even thinking about. Hold up. This arrest ain't right. Right. You know, right. this, this he said, if they usually do this, have opportunity to do this, get this shit, 
they would have gone at the Stinkum as well. Right. But something ain't right about this. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, for him to feel on that right then, I was like, this cat is smart. Yeah, oh no, he knows something's wrong. He knows something's yeah. definitely wrong. Yeah. So, uh, so they, he tells him that, uh, D'Angelo, mm-hmm. that Styrian's gonna come down there later on and give you tell you all what the changes are going to be, but we got to make some changes because something's something's up. Something's up, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So um, when D'Angelo, right before he goes up there, uh, Orlando says, "I want to speak to you about something. I got an idea." Mm. See, so, see, that right there, that goes back to what you said before. This is when D is being a fucking idiot. Okay, I'm like, dude. You 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 are working for Avon. You come to me about doing something on the side. D'Angelo well, should well, realize that this ain't a good idea. Well, that you know that he when he goes back to the pit, that's when he has that conversation. Like you know, he goes up. You know, Orlando says, "Let me speak to you later." He's like, "I'll talk to you." Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you, which is how I think he should have played that. I just talked you to think him. he should have played it that no, way? No, no, no. Played it like I'll talk to you later because okay. I'll tell you where I think he went wrong. So he goes to, he goes down to the pit. Mm-hmm. Now Orlando asks him. You know he goes down there and he's talking. To, he looks at Putin, Bodie. Where he wears a D'Angelo? They they're like <laughs> orange couch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So he goes over to the orange couch and that's where Orlando gives him the proposition that he has some people in New Orleans. Who have some dealing game. with some Jamaicans? Yeah, yeah, that's some, some coke. And he's saying, "Look, I have no way to get this off, but you got the pit down here, and if I can get you the coke, can you?" Where is Orlando's down? rationale on this? That is that is Avon's pit. Well, it's not D's pit; it's Avon's pit. And for D to even be considering this. Well, see, where again, mm. where I think D went wrong was he should have played that scene there on the couch exactly the way he did. He said, you should have said, mm-hmm, all right, mm-hmm, let me think about it. And then he should have gone straight to Avon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he should have gotten all the information out of him and said, oh, that sounds good, cool, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, he, he needs to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's... But, but he didn't. He, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, but... He's he, actually considering this shit. Yeah, he's actually... Let me think about this, which is another glimpse into D'Angelo's... Stupidity. Stupidity. I mean, he's just... He's frustrating. He's a frustrating. He's not like Wallace. See, Wallace isn't built... Now, Wallace is younger, true. Yeah. But Wallace isn't built for that game because he's not willing to deal with the ultimate... Bodie Preston would have told Orlando, yeah, okay, cool, gotcha. Yeah. Yo, yo, Stringer, this motherfucker down here yeah. trying to yeah. use our shit gonna fuck yeah. us up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but see, yeah, and see, now what would have gotten D'Angelo respect if he had done that like Bodie, because he could have said, because this is what Avon probably would have said. If he had gone to him and said, he got this Coke he wants me to sell on the side, how do you want me to play it? Because Avon might have said, get that Coke. And then and then comes and then then get Orlando and then we'll get Orlando. Then we'll yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, he could have you know because that's how Bodie would. I'm telling you, Bodie would have said. I agree with you. Bodie would have done it that way. Oh yeah, really? Okay, how we gonna? So do you want to do it this way? He would have made sure like yeah. And then he wants to do this. So how you want me play this stringer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you want me play this man? Yeah, yeah. But D'Angelo has no nothing. No, he doesn't have that gene in him. He just doesn't. Right when Orlando comes down there to see to see D'Angelo to give him the proposal, Putin Wallace, uh, I mean, excuse me, Poot and Bodie are talking about Wallace. Hey, yo, Poot, where Wallace been at, man? I don't know. He in the wind, yo. Wallace been fucked up since they got that sticker boy, you know? Put him on a car like that. Wallace all quiet and shit. Don't even come out of his room some days. Yeah, we find out later what he's doing in his room. Right. Yeah. Right. So Stringer heads down to the uh, to the pit, just as he's supposed to, as he was told, they told him he was. 
And I, I thought it was, again, on the rewatch, I noticed this. I didn't notice this the first time. All right. Right before Stringer, they're sitting there, and you see Stringer drive up. So you see Poot and uh, Bodie and I who else was there? Somebody else sitting there waiting for Stringer to get mm. these directions. And they're talking amongst themselves, and they're looking at the orange couch, and they're like, yeah, the orange couch should be right there. They're like, that's, I mean, they're like, yeah, that's right there, the cool spot for it. I mean, this is the way they're thinking. You know, like, they just, they're just knuckleheads. So then yeah. Stringer comes down there and he asks about the snitch. He asks about what's going on. What's the deal, String? How often y'all changing the stash? Oh, every night since we got Jack. Anybody on the team getting high? Nah, man, just the old touts. And they ain't handling no money, no vibes. Y'all been going in and out to Vegas, right? Making sure them knockers don't set up in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got no cell phones, no house phones, neither, right? Nah, man, nothing but these pages and them pay boxes over there to sit. Man, I'm telling you, it's dead. All right, tell them motherfuckers out. What? Tell about them phones. From now on, y'all need a pay phone, you walk a few blocks, and do not use the same phone more than once a day. You hear me? You hear me, right? You're done. All right, babe, tell them motherfuckers. Yeah. Come on, man. So, again, Stringer shows his uh, savvy in, in, in being able to put two and two together. But see, I think he got that shit from Avon. See, that, yeah. that, right, that particular part right there got from Avon, because Avon, we know how super paranoid he is about phones and everything. He told him to take the phone out of one of his girls' houses. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going back to when they had, when uh, D went over to have the meeting with, uh, with uh, Avon about what's going on in the pit. That's when Avon was starting to realize something was bigger than usual. And he probably reiterated to Stringer, don't leave anything out. Cover right. all bases. Right. Anything that we haven't covered, he probably said, let's eliminate that and make sure that we don't have an issue with that. Right. No holes. And when Stringer was talking about the phones, he saw Homeboy on the phone, he said, yeah, pull them shits out. Yeah. 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 Um, so they rip out the pay phones, and um, they make those are the changes they make. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, based on Omar's information about Bird, because Omar tells them that Bird quiet as it's kept he gets high yeah 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 he gets fucked up yeah he gets high but he didn't get high over on the west side because he get high over on the west side because yeah avon don't want his people he doing that. High yeah. and he's gonna find out so he knows as omar seems to know everything he knows where bird goes to cop and where bird does his old thing that shit was dope i mean he knows everything he's precise yeah he says <laughs> he's over at this spot around this time and man, they take that information and they get to Burr. Yeah, they set up a little, they set up a, a stakeout, mm -hmm. you know, and they got Lester going in the liquor store, getting a bottle. And and, and also they got, Bob's has been going through shit, but yeah. Bob's when it's time to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it's time to work, Bob's is out there again with the hats. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was dope. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So they, yeah, they definitely, uh, they, they set Bird up and they, they apprehend him. They, mm. they, they get him when he's, when he's slipping. Basically, they get him. Yeah, um, but Bird is coming out now. Bird is played by homeboy from Onyx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm just, I just got all these Onyx lyrics and tracks in my head, man, from this. But, but he comes out, but you got Freeman undercover going to get the liquor. Right. And you got Bubs out in the street near the door when, knowing where, where Bird is going to get his drugs from. Right. He comes out, Bubs puts the red hat on him, right. identifying, they take the picture. Yep, there he is. That's the man right, right there. Right. That's the man. And then, man, what did they hit Bird with? Was that a bottle? It was a bottle. Damn, they hit him hard. Yeah, they hit the bottle. This is this is the one episode of, of many, but this is the one episode where they show you that they got no qualms. The Baltimore Police Department got no qualms about, about putting hands on you. They will. <laughs> they will. They will. They will come with it. And, and they, I mean. Freeman hit him hard, man. Yeah, yeah they, they. I was like, damn. Yeah, they they, they took him down. Yeah. So they they get him, and he has a gun on him because this apparently this is a special gun. Uh, 
Omar told him, said, look, Bird's not stupid enough to get rid. I mean, he's not smart enough to get rid of the gun that he used because he loves that gun. Yep, yep. So if you get Bird, he'll have the gun on him, and I'm sure that's the gun that was used. And he was him. exactly right. Yeah, he was exactly right. Omar was exactly right on that. Right. Yeah, that, so, was, that was dope. So they bring him in, <clears throat> and Bird, of course, refuses to cooperate and uses uh, all kinds of profanity, dude. Man, his 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 uh, level of profanity was Jedi level. <laughs> that now that I don't know what that brother's name is. You 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 say he's from Onyx. Yeah, he's from Onyx. His own boy from Onyx. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah, but that's... he looks like he only has like one emotion, and that's anger. And and, and, and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. Hold on, let me. I gotta I gotta pull because yeah, man, I keep forget what homeboy's name. But yeah, but the whole the whole time he was there. He used he he used words on them that I'm like, damn, yeah. I never thought about. And then the combination of curse words. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's 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 impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that gun is downstairs now in the ballistics lab. It comes back on a dead state's witness, and you're gonna see death row. You up for that? Suck my dick, dyke cunt. Where's my lawyer at? Freak, cunt eater. You got one chance, you stupid motherfucker. You roll back on the people you killed William Gant for, or you're gonna eat the whole meal. Tell you what, give me this hand back, step to me, and I'll fuck you all three hoes. Fucking charm of this one. After he curses them out and insults them several times, especially Kima. Daniels, Landsman. That's Fredro Star. That's who that is. Fredro Star. Okay. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Okay. And he deserves an Emmy Award, probably for that one scene. That because, one scene. <laughs> because he did use he did use profanity and and they, it rolled off his tongue like perfection. I mean, it, it was like butter, man. It was like perfection. Landsman lo is loving this stuff because all Landsman's about, not all he's about, but what he loves is being able to close cases. Yeah, that's what he loves. And yeah. they brought this guy in. That is true. With a murder weapon that they, they just got the information out of ballistics. It matches the gun that was used to kill Gant. Mm. Landsman is a happy man. Yes, yeah. And so this guy's not going to cooperate. He hasn't called for an attorney or anything. Mm -mm. So they are like, okay. So they close up the door and they, they proceed to start beating but, his ass. But the way that they did it, though, Daniels comes in with the picture. Yeah. That they took because Lance said we're taking this picture so just in case they this is the way you came in, yeah, this is how that you are next. But so Daniels comes in with that particular picture, yeah. rips it up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and Bird is like, Y'all gonna make it fair? Then you see Minolte come in at the Landsman, and you got Keeman, all of them in there, yeah, they close the door, and you begin to hear him get his ass kicked, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was yeah. just like you could hear you you could feel him getting his butt kicked yeah, in there. He was getting, he was yeah. getting his butt kicked. Yeah. Meanwhile, outside, Bunk is out there with Omar, mm -hmm. and Omar criticizes Bird for killing a civilian. Omar has no respect for Bird at all. Right, right. Because he tells me he, he never done that shit. No. Yeah. He said never, he, never. He said he, he said I'm not, he said everybody I heard is in the game. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah. He, and he said, you know, I, I've done all kinds of terrible things, but I haven't done that, mm -hmm. you know. And so when uh, Bunk asked Omar if he has any other tips on any other old murders. He said, uh, how far you want to go back? Yeah, but you want to know. Yeah, but you want to know, yeah. I don't know. But this is, the, this is another scene, though, I I, 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 I don't want to forget because wine is kicking. But um, the scene when uh, Omar says to Bunk, he said, man, I know you from somewhere. Hey, man, I know you from somewhere. Yeah, I was in Southwestern before I came to Homicide to work Frederick Road. Nah, I mean back in the day. You go to Edmondson, right? Yeah, he was ahead of me. I remember you was the first brother I ever seen play that sport with a stick. Uh, what's it called? Lacrosse, man. The show. Yeah. <laughs> I was all Metro Attack. Prep school boys used to pee themselves when they see the old bunk coming at them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, he asks him, as, and after they have that conversation, he asks him if he has any other information, and he says uh, he knows about this uh, Denise Redding murder. 
mm-hmm. which uh, happens to be one of those cases that Santangelo has. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's uh that's one of the open cases that Santangelo is trying to close. Yep. So Omar, he's down there and he has no problem. It seems it seems that Omar is not a snitch. Now don't get it wrong; mm-hmm. he's not a snitch, but I think he doesn't feel any type of need to be honorable to people who don't have a code. Exactly. That exactly and, and that's and that's when your man Bump right. says that, you know, man's got to have a code. Right. If yeah. you if you're not in the game and willing just to leave it to dealing with people within the game, then then I can't respect you. You need to get out of the game basically. Yeah, yeah. And so he uh gives him this information about the Denise Redding murder which Bird also did. So uh, McNulty relays Omar's information to Santangelo. He says, here, here's a guy. And because uh, this, this uh, gun matches this also, this mm. murder also, which you happen to have is open. Right. So uh, Santangelo is elated. <laughs> he, mm. thinks, he thinks Madame LaRue came through. Madison was like, dude, you need to thank these guys here, right here and everything. Right. And he's like, okay. And that's what it was like. Mike's like, yeah, I really do need to. And then that's when Mike basically says to McNulty, we need to talk. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah. he tells him, he tells him about Rawls. Rawls is on him and that he's been a mole for Rawls. Rawls wants him to find some dirt on him because he's trying, he's after him. Yeah. So the way the episode ends is McNulty making one of his late night calls on Rhonda Perlman again. Booty call, booty call. Knocks on the door. And she's like, she's, she, I will say this about Rhonda Perlman, whether it's good or bad, I don't know. She's unbelievably cool with McNulty. I mean, she's just like, oh, yeah. again, you know. Yeah, like, uh, uh, 2.35 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it? What yeah. is it? But anyway, he. I think she really has a, a high level of respect for him because she sees that he is really about the job. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and he does show respect for people. That are, that are out there. So I think that's one of the things that she she's like, this is a guy that needs to be here. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, he tells her what uh, Santangelo told him is that. Coming after my badge. They're coming after his badge, and she lets him in the house. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can have a little bit tonight. Yeah, yeah. Just, so. This is a mercy one. <laughs> so. so that's the end of the episode. We're going to take a break here, and then mm. we'll come back to talk about some of this good wine we're drinking. All right. All right, well, this wine we have today is one of my favorites. Ah. Uh, and uh, for good reason, right? It's pretty good, huh? Yo, Black Ankle, man. All I can say is, man, they do great work. The way that they do their res, these, they're, they're just very smooth. I would say it's very dependable. If you really want to have like something that you can share for those special occasions in the future, get a case. Yeah. You know, really get a case because it's definitely worth it. All I can think about is ribeyes that I had and I could have been having this with it. But yeah, this is smooth, man. This is a Feldspar 4 is what they call it. It's a a Bordeaux blend. Uh, And it's this particular uh, blend is 45% Merlot. 26% 26% Cab Franc, 21% Cabernet Sauvignon, 5% Petit Verdot, and 3% Malbec. Mm. And uh, 15% of it is aged for 30 months in oak barrels, and the other 85% is aged for 18 months in oak barrels. Mm. So that's why there's no vintage on this wine, because you have different aged wines in the bottle, so you can't put a date on it. However... This was bottled, this particular bottle was bottled back in 2018. And it, um, they, they, this is a common wine that they, for, for Black Ankle, they make this blend. If not every year, every other year, it's delicious, I think. It is, it really is. Yeah, yeah. my wife will love this. Here's some tasting notes. <laughs> Lay them on me. Every bit as complex as its premium Bordeaux style blend siblings, which are Slate 5, which we had in an earlier episode and some of the other ones from Black Ankle, are smooth, easy-drinking Feldspar 4, excuse me, offers plenty of ripe fruit 
but enough zip and tannin to keep you on your toes. Complex aromas and flavors of cherry, plum, dark and red berries, cigar box, vanilla, licorice, cedar, and pepper spice all play well with each other and lead to a long, warm cherry, plum, and pepper finish. I agree with the pepper aspect of it, especially with the cedar and all that. Yeah, yeah, this is this is perfect, man. This is great. Good. Yeah. Good. So I, I would agree with um, Aaron. If you're ever in Mount Airy, Maryland, uh, stop by Black Ankle and get a bottle, but you're going to get a case, I'm telling you. you yeah, you, getting a bottle, you're going to want to get a case. Yeah, you yeah, will be. You're going to take that trip. You yeah, will be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Once you finish that bottle, you say, damn, why didn't I get a case? Exactly. Come yeah. on, man. Let's not let's not let's not shortchange and just let them know that they need to save up, do the right thing, make the trip, enjoy your time, and take home a nice case as a souvenir. And to basically maybe hold you over to you and go back again because it's smooth. It, it works. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, with that, we're gonna fill up our glasses and mm-hmm. get back to the show. All right, so were there any um, main themes or anything that ran through this episode that you wanted to think worth commenting on or, or pointing out? Well, well, I would say that you definitely have teamwork now starting to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, more teamwork and more trust amongst the entire crew that Daniels has, has put together. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see more of that. You're starting to see that everybody's starting to play to their strength, especially Press Belusky. He said something early in the show that I thought was dope. He said, hey, I like figuring shit out. I kind of, he said it's kind of fun figuring shit out, you know. It's just you, you, it's like, and that would happen when they were breaking down how they came across the code for, on the on the pager when you flip the uh, card upside down. Right. Yeah, and you saw the four ones. <clears throat> then you saw how they had the the the, the lot. It, it was just all broken down, and I just thought that was dope. And now you're starting to see, okay. He can actually be a something. Just keep his ass inside and don't have him in the field shooting guns and shit. But right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah that's what I'm. Yeah. You're starting to see true teamwork in this. Yeah, and on that same uh, in that same vein, I also noticed how you're beginning to see the chess game. You're beginning to see how people are strategizing things. There's, each side is trying to get in front of the other one. So yeah. you have Lester who <clears throat> came up with his strategy about. Let's think them go, get the runner, and uh, and you know we're going to play it that way so we can keep the wire up, mm-hmm. and do, you know and but we'll get the drugs and that type of thing. But then you see Avon who says there's something wrong with this bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to figure this out. So then Stringer's like pull the phones out. Yeah. So they're 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 all they're doing moves and counter moves. You know, everyone's trying to like figure out how they can get an edge on the other side. Yeah, you got teamwork happening on yeah. both sides. Right. Yeah. Right, and staying up in front. Yeah. And uh, the wild card is Omar, though. See, that's the thing that I don't think right now, they don't, but the Barksdales don't realize they have, well, actually, the police right now in the world that we've been privy to, mm-hmm. they're going. there's another guy who's going to show up later on, but they have about the best, on the ground information that they could hope for in Bubs and Omar. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they have some what what, what Bubs doesn't know, Omar knows. Right. You know, and as very few things that Bubs on his side, Bubs and Omar know the same shit. Everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Nobody's gonna just tell cops anything because you gotta protect. You can't just tell somebody anything that can get you killed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you ready to go to the? The, the, the categories, the questions? Hit me with it. All right. What's your favorite scene there, my man? <sighs> I got a couple. All right. I got a couple. I, 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 I like the way that they busted uh, Bird because you saw Freeman just knock the shit out of somebody because <laughs> he's being so cool. Yeah. And I, and I, and I also like this. Really, is three. I also like the scene with Avon. When he's starting to realize something ain't right about this bus, mm-hmm. but finally though, the my my number one is just Bunk and Omar kicking it, and, and I got my favorite line quote from when they were kicking it, and and, and when when Bunk was like, "What what else you got?" and and then 
Omar was like, well, how far you how far back you want to go? And Bog was like, man, murder stay murder. Right. <laughs> murder stay murder. Yeah. So so I I was just the way that they were going back and forth. Neither one they they would give up a little something to to basically see what the reaction would be from the other person. However, they both stay on their game because, right. like, when Omar talked about him playing lacrosse, he said, "Yeah, okay, cool, I agree." I, well, since we see him kicking in it, then what else do you got? Right. You know, so I just thought that the way these two brothers were playing off each other, there was a level of respect there. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, this was a uh, you said you were waiting for this episode. Yeah, this uh, this was a packed episode. I have another scene which oh. is also as good. It's just the fundraiser scene. Oh, dude, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love all those scenes you mentioned, but the, yeah, the, the, the fundraiser was yeah, dope because then yeah. you starting to see how these guys play out in in the why they are at the point where they are in their careers. First of all, Daniels, his wife. Is like gold to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it was like to me, it was. I wrote this little uh, note to myself. That was like some next level shit right there. I mean, it kind of showed you that, you know, we because we spent in this series a lot of time so far at the towers in the pit in this little bubble world. We've been we've been in the ghetto. Yeah, we've been in the ghetto, and all of a sudden, boom, we're in this other world, Mm -hmm. and uh, And we meet Day Day. Yeah, we Day Day. All this kind of stuff happens. So I enjoyed that scene. Um, Was there anything unbelievable or that you thought, eh, could have gone another way or something like that? I I I I wouldn't say it would have gone another way, but. And I really can't find anything really unbelievable. Right. I'm just shocked at how Bird just kept talking shit. Right. I'm, I'm just like, dude. Right. And now, now after they see that you got that gun on you and it matches. Yeah. You still continue to talk shit. Right. Yeah. So I just. Right. It was that was wild. And think about this: the cops in their case, you find this gun and it's associated with three different murders. And they could easily say it was difficult in apprehending him. That's why he looks like that. Yeah. And as fucked up as that is, it would be very hard for them to prove. Three murders, you known to be an asshole, you being, and, and, and then it's like Omar was just talking about him, you know, he has no respect for him. He, right. He's killing civilians. Yeah. So it's, it's just, that wouldn't help him either, you know, no. with, with Omar being willing to testify. So that's just like, wow, dude, shut up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. The, the only, this is unbelievable. This is just me just like, why'd you do that? The guy who bailed out of the runner, the, the one-eyed kid, mm-hmm. the, dude ran to the pit. What the what? Yeah, what, 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 did, D, what did D say? D'Angelo say, nah, man, go that way. Yeah, go that I way. just was like... I you know I know I know he was a young guy and he's a panicked and all that stuff. Yeah, but but you don't like, run to the pit. I'm just like that's what, so. What I wrote down as a in my note, which might not be true. I just think he would have gotten away. I think he would have gotten away, given they weren't hot on his butt at the beginning. I mean, I just thought that kid would have gotten away if he didn't run to the pit. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 I just like what Angelo said. Yeah, dude, nah, that way. Go that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It just seemed kind of weird, but Mm-mm. oh well. You can't, you know, you can't do everything right. All right, so who's your MVP of the uh, the whole thing? Who uh, who's to get the Simon Anabisi Award? Well, you know, just because he was so hard, and even though he's a bad guy, Bird, man, that 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 whole scene, man. <laughs> he was not going. He was not going away lightly at all. And like I said, if it wasn't for it wasn't Bird. I definitely have to just give it, and just in terms of what he provided for information, be Omar. But right. Bird was just straight up hard. Yeah, Bird was hard. Bird was hard. Especially, yeah, he was hard. I give you that. <laughs> I, you know, I I put somebody down. And I don't agree with it now. What I wrote down, I put Stringer because I thought Stringer had kind of took care of business down at the pit and also, you know, up there. But it, that was really Avon's doing. That was Avon, man. So I'll, I'll give it to Bird. Yeah. Bird was hard. Bird, Bird was the hardest person in the episode. I he was nobody. Nobody has achieved that level of of, of, of street cred in terms of being a hard ass no, not, than him. Not on this show. No. Yeah, yeah, no, not no. yet. I mean, damn, no, that was again. that was that was Oz like hard, man. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. he was. He was. He yeah. was very. Yeah. So, did, what's your favorite line here? You might have already said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, 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 look. Well, I had two of them. Okay. <laughs> the first one was by Daniels. If she keeps this up, if he if he keeps this up, 
she would cut his ass. Right. I mean, that that was yeah. my my that was my line at first until my man Bunk said, murder, stay murder. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was my line right yeah. there. Murder, stay murder. Well, yeah. Well, mine, mine was same, same scene, but in the interrogation room. Mine was from Kima. She he, he came at Kima with all these, you know, pejorative, uh, you know, names. Like you said, what was it the other day? Dave Chappelle talking about. He said, it, it, "That's one word you just can't yeah, say the yeah, c yeah. word." I'm oh, like, he called her c word. He called her all kinds of bad words for lesbians. All this stuff. I'm like, and she dude. Said, and she looked at him. She said, "That I wrote it down." She said, "You got one chance, you stupid motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you roll back on the people who killed William Kent, or you gonna eat the whole meal? That's yeah. what she said. That's what she said, <laughs> and she was right. <laughs> she, she, just, she just sat down and looked up. She said. Stupid. <laughs> I said, I said, damn, she called him out big time yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, like, boy, yeah. so I love that. Anyway. Yeah, that, that, look, the, that interrogation and all that went down, like you said, Lanza, he got, he's got it so that the gun matches, he's all in for it. So when they all come in there, you got Lansman, you got Kiba, Daniel, yeah. you got them all in there, man, and they, they start to beat his ass. Yeah. It's like okay, teamwork. They starting to come together, man. Right. And, and 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 then after he took his ass whooping, though, Bird was taking a nap. Right. That's the shit that just I'm like, right. he, he's like, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna take what I gotta take. Yeah. He, I was like, this dude right yeah, here, Bird, yeah, Bird yeah. was hard. Yeah, he was hard, hard, man. Yeah. Any uh, gear, tech, anything? Look, look, Omar, man. Look, he had the gold chains with with, with was that a hockey jersey he had on? No, he had the echo. The echo shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 all the coloring and the yeah. you know that was just stroke. That that was hip hop. That yeah, was yeah. That was that flavor from late nineties. Yeah, he did. Early yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. That that right there. And man, yo, his his his, his braids. They're tight. He got them yeah. tight, man. So. <laughs> Yeah, so the, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, any music? I don't remember. I well, you, you might know because you got a better ear for music. Well, the I music that, that we had because they played some shit by Onyx, but I'm just what, what? the whole, whole fact that they had uh, Fredo Star, you know, Bird was getting all that attention. Was that Onyx they were playing when they were when Stinkum was blasting that music out of the? That yeah, yeah. When they was in okay. that one, yeah. When they was in yeah. the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, they're playing some of this yeah. shit. I was like, all right, that's yeah, dope. But, yeah, but you know, I was watching that and. It, it was real because I know some dudes who would do that same type of stuff. Yeah, I'm like you rolling with forty grand worth of heroin in the car, and you those speakers were blasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, blasting. But you know what? I know so many brothers that <laughs> yeah. have that same car. Yeah, that yeah. same car. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? The yeah. coloring, that yeah. blue. Like, I know so many cats. Yeah, that, that same path, that old school. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that car? It, it hit me in a he second. Bronco. No, wasn't the Bronco. Not the Bronco. He, I, it, it hit me a second. My man, my man, uh, John had a, that same one as well. We had in the hip hop video, but I digress. But yeah, yeah, I just thought that for them to be playing some of that music and and Bird being who he was in this episode, I thought it was kind of like, all right, that kind of goes well. Okay. I was like, man, that was like he was that was whatever they had in there. It had some serious bass in it. And that, you could feel it on the screen. Ooh, that was thumping. Bro, you could feel it on the screen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We've uh, come to the most important part of the show where we're going to ask you guys to do a little something for us. We would like you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Uh, and also give us a rating. Yes. What kind of rating do we want, Aaron? Five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Five stars, please. We mm-hmm. appreciate that. And if you want to speak to us, and we encourage that because we want to read your emails on the show, you can email us at, uh, you can get Aaron at couch, C-O-U-C-H, at vinoandconvo.com. Word. That's V-I-N-O-A-N-D-C-O-N-V-O.com. Or you can reach me, Howard Fletcher, at fletch at vinoandconvo.com. And if you know of a winery or a craft brewery in the DMV that would be like to highlight on the show that you think have some very good wine or some beer that you want us to talk about, happy to do so. Please reach out to us, and we'll see if we can arrange that. Also, exactly. 
Also, if you live outside of the DMV, uh, we want you to send us a bottle of something, right? Not only a bottle, but if, you, if you're feeling generous, send us a couple of your best. Yeah, and we have them on the show. We chat about it. And also, once again, maybe you can come on the show with the bottles and sit down and talk with us about this great show, The Wire. So. And, and listen, if you can't make the trip, send us the bottle. We'll hook up Zoom or something. Yes. And we'll talk to you over, over the, you know, on air. And we can just have a conversation and enjoy the same adult beverage. Boom. Exactly. And finally, we would love to have one of you on the show to talk about The Wire and to share some of this good DMV wine and craft beer with us. So if you are a fan of The Wire and you're going to be, if you don't live in this area, if you're going to be in this area sometime within the next 55, well, no, it's not 55 now, it's 53 episodes, Mm -hmm. please uh, reach out to us, email us, hit us on social media. On social media, we are at Vino Convo on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Reach out to us, and we'll arrange it and make it happen. All right. Okay, so anything else for him, Aaron? Hey, just keep uh, watching the show, keep listening to us, and... uh, Tell your friends. Tell your friends, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. All right, take care. It's another black ankle. It's feldspar uh, four. Look, it's a look we we just got to We're just gonna have to have it. <laughs> we're gonna have to go. We're gonna set up shop at Black Angle yeah. Film, and also also do the space table out there. Is what well. I mean. Yeah. They they got good shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, they do. Oh my goodness, man! Just the smell alone, man. Let me just go grab one of my cigars and put it in my hand while I had this, man. <laughs> good gosh, I'm not look. That, mm. yo, how that, yeah, that last, we're getting our groove now, man. <laughs> we're getting our groove now. <laughs>